0: Go to NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. Stay Armstrong and
2: Geddy, so With my dad. And so <laughs> Can I press that bad button?
3: Are we ready to start?
2: One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul.
1: I give you America itself.
3: This is Ed McMahon, and now he
1: is Armstrong and Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. Keep in the music loud, we're doing a show, we're putting on a show loud, live from Studio C.
1: What are you doing in there, Michael, blanking your own blank? Wow.
0: A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general man. Are you kidding? The Mooch? Scaramouche, Scaramouche,
1: do you do the Fandango? Good Lord, What is happening? All the details to come. Today is the biggest news day since VJ Day.
0: Well, according to Bannon, it's BJ Day.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> that was unfortunate. Give me the
0: music, wow, we're putting on a show. The things are exciting are happening here. Exciting, exciting, exciting. I agree. This is about as exciting a news day as, uh. Since the day after the election? There is a story
1: below the level of the Scaramouche story, and then a story below that in terms of the news packing order today, and that third story would be the lead story for a week any other day. Today is a blockbuster. May God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> What's VJ Day? Victory over Japan Day. Oh.
0: When World the War Allied Two.
1: Forces beat back the Japanese. Put them in their place.
0: June 45. Which was Japan. People went crazy. Dancing in the streets. World War II was over. Sailors
1: kissing nurses. That's VJ Uh, Day. Times Square. Clearly sexual assault. China. You know what we got to do today. No, no. no.
4: Study America. Study America. (laughs) (laughs) Study
0: America. Certainly. Study America. There's a lot of domestic stuff to look at today that's... why.
4: We're a nation in crisis. Study yourself, world. We got busy things to do. What? You know,
0: I have not. I have not believed this at any point, but I may actually believe today that we're a nation in crisis. I hear you. I have not believed this up until today, but we may actually be a nation in crisis. And I'm telling you, the, those stories below the
1: insane Scaramouche story are big. There are big, big stories happening and troubling.
0: Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator Michael Angelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: I'm I'm okay. I'm here. Uh speaking of crisis, there's nothing worse than if you I'm sure we've all been in this position where we've been driving or we're on their way to work and all of a sudden nature calls and you're not sure if you're going to make it oh, and you start boy. driving in ways Damascus. that you've never driven before. You're driving the car like I'm taking this lane. I know it's, you know, I'm going through this red
1: light, et cetera, et
0: cetera. Luckily, that's only happened to me like once in my life, I think. Yeah. Oh, boy, more than
1: once for me. Uh, I don't want to go all Anthony Scaramucci or anything. We're going to keep this classy, this discussion. Yeah. But you'd think some of your higher-end uh, car brands might offer as an option the emergency driver's seat, if you will. Tell telling you. you. press <laughs> a button, the seat retracts, and, you know, for emergencies, there you have what you need.
0: I'm telling you, the beauty of the RV it's a <laughs> recreational vehicle, Clark. Man, when you're out in the RV, you just feel protected from the world. I get sleepy, I take a nap, I gotta go to the bathroom, I pull over. Yeah, it's that's awesome. good stuff. Uh, there's uh, Positive Sean, who smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
4: Doing very well. A, a somewhat tepid weekend for uh, new releases at your local Cinemaplex. We got the Emoji Movie popping up, which I'm sure what, is... What is that? I'm sure that's... What is that? Speaking of a, a country in crisis... Oh, boy. Why,
0: why am I seeing billboards with poop emojis on them? Because well, it what, has w- a movie coming when out. When did we become that country? Wow. On your watch. That's when.
4: Mooch's Mooch.
1: fault. Yeah, blame Trump. Donald Trump's America. <laughs> this is Trump's America.
4: The other uh, big, bigger budget thing that's launching is Atomic Blonde. This is uh, from the genre of movies of a person with a certain particular set of skills. Essentially the movie is Charlize Theron uh, just going through karate kicking a bunch of guys uh, all throughout the movie.
0: I can see the appeal of that.
4: Um, uh, I'm I'm probably not going to see this movie. It seems like uh, it's it's done by a lot of the same people who did John Wick, a lot of the same fight coordinators, some of the, the directors of it. Um, but I'm trying to figure out what is the best dismissive term for this to talk to my friends about who do go see it, should I call it Joan Wick or John Chick? (laughs) The latter. John Chick? All right, I'll go with that one.
0: (laughs) (sighs) The poop emoji thing. I just, seriously, it's beneath my five-year-old, in my opinion.
3: (laughs) Well, that's where it's supposed to be, beneath him.
0: Who's it for? There's Vincent, our senior executive producer. How are you, Vincent?
3: As Marshall mentioned, I will be going uh, to the public pool. This weekend, uh, on
0: a double date.
3: Yeah, <sighs> public pool. Yeah, interesting. And for everyone, Vince, you're you're a germaphobe. I'm gonna go when it first opens at one o'clock. I'll be there at one o one p.m. Before uh, the
0: kids repeat in there.
3: Before all the kiddos <laughs> squeezing. You know, oh boy, kids squeezing. But uh, I wanted to do some recon work. I wanted to scope out what's going down. So I went down to the pool, and I suggest all nearly forty year old men. Who are single go down to their local public pool to take some pictures that's oh fun times uh but i talked to uh the stack bar chick who worked there and she said no booze no alcohol allows so i was like oh so i'm taking it back to high school i'm gonna get drunk in the parking lot <laughs> i never got drunk in the parking lot like, yeah all right
1: wow just and a reminder to marshall no running
3: yeah <laughs>
0: Exactly. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I
2: got to tell you, I'm drinking to Animus this morning. Hostility and rancor. <laughs> the mood of the day in D.C., while the rest of the country watches with a mixture of glee, horror, and dismay.
1: That is is—that is exactly right. Every word you said, well, well chosen. D- you're
0: drinking to Animus. Yes.
4: That's yes. awesome. Here's yes. to
0: Animus Animus and rancor. I went to the zoo and looked at all the Animus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Friday. July 28th, the year 2017, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: All right, let's unleash some rancor of our own precisely according to FCC rules and regulations on this, the biggest news day since VJ Day at Mark.
0: I've never done this before. Uh-oh. I chose two clips with, with Vincent. Okay. And you can tell me afterwards which one you think it should be, or maybe we should have two, because we have at least two major stories. Okay. You missed your mark, though. How about Ted first? You got, you got this story? Okay. This would, on any day, this would clearly be the clip. For
2: seven years, Republicans have been promising the American people that we would repeal Obamacare. And the American people are entirely justified in saying, any politician who told me that and voted the other way didn't tell me the truth. They lied to me. No party can remain in power by lying to the American people.
0: Repeal and replace is dead. Snooze. Repeal and replace is dead after seven years of claiming, you- on day one, it's dead. It's over. It ain't going to happen. But then you got this story.
2: What we can't repeat is what he said about Steve Bannon, which is, if true, would make Bannon a gymnast. There you go. I
1: hope that uh, (laughs) may have gone over your head. If
0: you don't know the whole story, we'll explain that to you.
1: Well, he suggested that Steve Bannon has the power to, well, be his
0: own lover. Well, you know, so if you're not following, just very briefly, the Mooch, oh, who we've been it. loving this week, said Steve Bannon, he, he's here to fillet himself, only he used much coarser terms to try to get attention and build his own brand, and I'm not here to, and he said the coarsest of terms to the New
1: Yorker, right. <laughs> said Reince Priebus is a paranoid schizophrenic, yes. and I want to kill everybody, right, Yeah. yeah. which I believe. On, he said all this stuff on the record,
0: or was too dopey to understand it wasn't off the record, right. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, White House survivor, greatest reality
2: show ever. Et to McCain, the senator kills, repeal and replace. And science identifies the world's handsomest man. Coming up, 635
1: Armstrong in Guinea. We will unpack the Scaramooch Madness. We will explain the senatorial meltdown. And we will bring you the fact that the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee is accusing top political aides of President Obama of making hundreds of requests to unmask the names of Americans in intelligence reports for purely political purposes. A huge scandal on any other day.
0: The question with the mooch thing, the, the question is, is this what Trump wanted? I mean, it's pretty... If the guy went... If the guy's just going off on his own, you got to wonder about the judgment of the president choosing this guy, blah, blah, blah. We now... And now it looks good for Spicer. Spicer clearly knew, okay, I'm out of here because this guy's crazy. Captain which Cuckoo's coming in. Which he apparently is. But did Trump... Does this what Trump wanted? That's the question. We'll get into that later. How's mailbag look?
1: Oh, it's very good. It's wide-ranging. Insightful. Amusing.
0: God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, the craziest predictions practically anybody made about the, uh, the chaos of the Trump administration fell short six months ago. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Got clips of the week on the way and everything that's going on on the Armstrong and Getty Show. I stayed up till midnight last night, texting back and forth with Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, as we were both as we were both watching the voting go down live. Wow! And it was quite dramatic and exciting, man. It was it was history unfolding. It was well, something. Was it? Yeah. I don't know.
1: It was. It was. Although in in a different way than I think a lot of people are, for instance, uh, printing on their websites.
0: Um, I think there's a chance that the speech that John McCain gave you the other day. It's going to be the turning point toward a different direction. There's a chance. And what direction is that? Toward regular order of the U.S. Senate, which is why he voted no. Hmm. Interesting. The speech he gave you today, we've got to get back to compromise and doing things the way you're supposed to do. A health care bill starts in the health committee, then it gets amended, then it gets voted on, and then it comes out, and both parties play a role in it. That's an insane idea. He's obviously passed his prime.
1: We'll talk about that with Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, and Jack, who was up till midnight. On any other day, the greatness of mailbag might be our lead story. What a day this is. We're staying on till noon, everyone. Cancel your plans. <laughs> but first, we must take a fun look back at the week that was. It's cow clips of the week.
4: You're under a citizen's
1: arrest. You're under a citizen's arrest. You're under a citizen's arrest. And I'll tell you what. You
2: are too, you big slump. Uh If Jeff Session is fired,
0: there will be Holy Hill to pay.
2: They're very nice to your face, and then they take a shiv or a machete, and they stab it in your back. I'm a Wall Street guy, and I'm more of a front-stabbing person.
1: <laughs> Help me welcome to the stage, the CEO of Niantic, Mr.
3: John Hankey. We can't we
0: can't we can't Clearly we can't put Michael
1: in one lane and a white shark on a far lane.
3: It's hard to swim in a cage when you're next to a shark. Like it, like it wouldn't be able to move at the right speed.
2: They're pointing to a protester. Honestly? If you don't point, nobody's even going to know he's here. Weak voice. Weak voice. Stop listening to the bombastic loudmouths on the radio and television and the Internet. To hell with them.
1: I'm sorry. Vince, you made a mistake there. That was the Clips of the Year show,
0: wasn't it? Because that was a blockbuster. From the New Yorker magazine. Scaramucci telling a reporter. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to S my own D. I'm not trying to build my own brand off the effing strength of the president. Shave
1: my own duck. I don't I'm not following you.
0: <laughs> start <laughs> oh my own my God. start my own diesel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, stimulate my own discussion.
0: No? Hmm. Steam my own Davenport. <laughs> oh. You steam your
1: Davenport? <laughs> oh yes. So he says it's the only way to get it clean.
0: That's the guy that Trump I was trying to explain to my wife this because she doesn't follow the <laughs> drama and good for her. God bless her. I said this is the guy Trump brought in in theory to like settle things down. Make things more grown up and orderly. Right. Stop the leaks, get control. And he goes in and says things you shouldn't say to anyone, to the New Yorker, about people he needs to work with every day. I mean, it
1: wasn't a leak per se, but it was using a third party to get brutally frank information out. So, (laughs) oh, mailbag. Michael, Michael, Michael! I was just about to make a comment, and so I didn't. Oh, I story. see. I was going to say this. Maybe it was your digestive issues again. No, this guy would have offended Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Well said. We'll perhaps play that tape for you later, but. An unfortunate tie in here. I'm going to leave this person nameless.
0: Shine my own dirige-ba-doo, or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> Didgeridoo.
1: <laughs> this is uh, a note from uh, Aileen Anonymous... On the topic of chatty checkout theater yesterday, we did it at seven twenty, a special time. Guys, I just literally—well, it's more obscenities. Can't anybody write without obscenities? FNA. She, she literally laughed so hard she soiled herself and had to turn around in her car, go back home, and change her undergarments, and then go to work. That's too bad. That is high praise. We've often said the highest praise is, uh, you know, I spit out my coffee, or I almost drove off the road, or, but here's a woman who actually soiled herself laughing.
0: It's like when I tickle my kids till they uh, wet their pants. (laughs) Wow. That's uh, child abuse. (laughs) Wow. Uh I don't believe I ever did that. I don't do it on purpose. It's a, well just what just one of them. Hey, give a guy a warning, huh? It only happens to one of them and it happens like every time. He just Yeah. Ah,
1: yeah. uh, let's see. So, moving along. Thank you uh Aileen, for that uh, high high praise. Sorry about your uh, your garments. Uh, Sue in San Diego points out Jack Cracker Barrel stock is on the stock exchange. They pay regular dividends. Plus, in the fast few quarters, have declared an additional three fifty a share dividend.
0: Great stock. I own it. I promise to buy a thousand dollars of Cracker Barrel stock today. There you go, Sue. Thanks for that hot stock tip. I want to be. I want to buy in. When I pull into a Cracker Barrel, I want to be. I want to be looking around. Hey, this one looks good. Looks like they're keeping the bathroom clean. That's good.
1: Good job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh to that point. And another unfortunate Tweety reference, but unintentional, this is hilarious. Um, uh, Jessica uh, sent this. She is uh, evidently a tradeswoman and occasionally has used to uh, has occasion to use a porta potty, and she sent us this picture of some uh, graffiti inside the porta potty. It's uh four stars colored in out of five. Would poop here again.
0: <laughs> Four out of five stars. <laughs> wow. That's pretty funny.
1: That really is pretty funny. Uh, a couple of things we posted for you at com are, are in the process of doing. Yeah. First of all, we spoke uh, a number of days ago about um, the, uh, the, uh, the Bay Area Rapid Transit hiding crimes from riders and also not releasing videotapes because the videotapes evidently are a bunch of young black people committing crimes and they didn't want a racial bias to uh, to result from anybody seeing those videos, which is one of the most beautiful examples of the paternalism of the left um, that I can think of. Uh, so uh, Ben in the Ho has, uh, has started a website, bartcrimes.com. You want to know about all of it in all its detail? you live in the Bay Area? Perhaps you ride the BART system. BARTcrimes.com. Well done. We'll have the, that link at uh, armstrongandgettyradio.com.
0: You'd and, think the government would be doing that for us. Uh, you no, know,
1: they know because they are busy crafting our attitudes. Uh, and this, uh, our, our colleague in talk radio, Dennis Prager, has a project called Prager You. Short videos, big ideas. It's very well done. And I salute him for that. Uh, but YouTube is still restricting over 10% of their videos because they don't like the politics of them. Um, Specifically, quite a few that are looking at uh, uh, extreme Islamism. YouTube is not comfortable with them because it criticizes a religion. And they have a petition to pressure YouTube to cut it out. Um, Again, paternalism. And uh, we'll have a link to sign the petition to put pressure on YouTube because I think it's a really worthy thing. Anyway. Uh, Moving along. Oh, we barely have any time. Um, We'll save that. uh, Here's Kim encouraging us to use the term sheeple, which she says is actually in the Webster's Dictionary now. I like that. Sheeple is a good term. No time for that. Here's uh, D. D. We'll just say D. Uh, Been a fag since 2000. Wow. Congratulations. Well fagified. Uh, Friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. A veterinarian, four kids, two sets of twins. Wow. I played football since high school, ruptured ACL, ruptured Achilles. I was good, but not pro pro ball good. And there is no way in hell I would allow my children to play football as youths. My el- oldest kid is seven. I seriously doubt the tackle football will even exist when my kids are in high school. That's what so I think. So many other sports available. There is no way in hell my kids are playing football.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I'm
1: sure we'll get fifteen emails from people saying, Yeah, I'll have my kids play football. You get a little banged up, but you learn about a
4: lot about life. Et cetera, you, can, et you can
0: learn that from the other sports. Yeah, well, yeah.
4: Aw. Ruptured Achilles is doing a live stream concert uh, this Saturday evening. Their so.
1: guitar player left.
4: <laughs> what? I didn't realize it's that. It's totally different oh, now. Oh, man. I didn't even know that.
1: Uh, and finally, this from uh, frequent correspondent Dio, who was at his local Sprouts over the weekend. Oh, he greets us. Yo, yo, yo. Adopting Jack's hot new catchphrase. Yo,
0: yo, yo. Everybody's saying it. You see it on T-shirts, bumper stickers.
1: <laughs> I was at my local Sprouts over the weekend and came across Pluots. Oh yes! Of course, I remembered positive Sean talking about them on the show and had to get them. They had three varieties to choose from. I took two of them. What I assume is the classic red pluot and a golden pluot, which has yellow-greenish skin. Oh, Those are good. After much deliberation, careful judgment, I can render judgment on the pluot debate. You can't use judgment three words apart in a sentence, Dio. You're better than that. Uh, That's bad judgment. Th- here's your uh, here's your uh, pronouncement. They taste exactly like an effing plum. <laughs> Delicious, but nothing wild, nothing different. It's the same as sunshine raspberries I bought on the same trip. Want to know what sunshine raspberries taste like? That's right, exactly like a freaky raspberry. (laughs) So go out, enjoy slightly bigger and weirdly colored plums. Will the summer last? They're incredibly juicy and labeled
4: pluots. (laughs) The the flavor profile is much closer to the plum than the apricot, but what it is, it has the consistency of an apricot, so you're much less likely to need a napkin or a roll of paper towels while you eat it than you would if you were to eat <laughs> a ripe plum. That's an advantage. And pluot's a bad name. Call them Plumpricots.
0: <laughs> I, I have not said this at any point in the last six months. I wasn't on board with this, but... Clear I, the decks! Mr. Armstrong is going to say something important. I, I believe the Trump administration is actually in a disarray and uh, and collapsing. It's just absolutely falling apart. Or is it a brief Rocky patch on the way to coalescing
1: around the final team I I will vault them to greatness?
0: I've read a lot about a lot of presidents, and uh, I can only think of one Rocky patch even comes close to approaching this week if you go through a number of the instances, which we will. Marshall's got his news coming up. If you don't know what happened with the mooch yesterday and the way he laid into his co-workers, crazy. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Snickering my own doodle? Is that it? No. I'm Uh, glad to see Marshall's
1: uh, made it into the studio. He's out there simmering his own dumplings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips.
2: Alamooch unleashed new White House communications chief Anthony Scaramucci in a a profanity-riddled interview with the New Yorker. Called Chief of Staff Reince Priebus an effing paranoid schizophrenic and claimed Priebus would be asked to resign very shortly. And then the mooch went after presidential advisor Steve Bannon's loyalty, saying Bannon was trying to build up his own brand on the effing strength of the president and then referenced Bannon performing a rather contortionist sex act <laughs> on himself.
1: Earlier, Scarlett let, Mucci, me, let me, let me, let me. While I appreciate your artful. Uh, characterization. Yes. I think just reading it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, I was watching the news <clears> with my, my my brothers in town. We were watching yeah. the news last night, and I understand why O'Brien Williams Bill Williams why you doesn't even want to uh, you know use the letters to describe what he said because it's very very coarse. But from a politics historic standpoint, mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty important to the story. He didn't just use coarse language; he used the coarsest of phrases. Mm-hmm. As coarse of phrases as you can practically come up with. I could do worse.
1: <laughs> to the New Yorker. Yes. That sounds like a challenge. Scaramucci also told me, writes <clears throat> the journalist, what's his name? Unlike other senior officials, he had no interest in media attention. And I quote, I'm not Steve Bannon. You know, if there are kids listening, it's time for him to stop. All right? <clears throat> yes. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to S my own C. He said, speaking of Trump's chief strategist, I'm not trying to build my brand off the effing strength of the president. I'm here to serve the country.
0: Why in the world would you say that to The New Yorker? Was that on purpose? Was that to just to be so over-the-top crazy? Was this a strategy from Trump? We're going to make it a clear line. They're either sticking with me or they're going. Right. It's them or you, or something like that. Is, is that what it was? Or is he... Um, as some people were portraying it last uh, last night, is he just another version of Trump? Just no self-control whatsoever? Just says whatever pops into his mind, whether it does him any good or not? I, I, I
1: suspect it's the latter. It's hard to
0: imagine this yeah. as a strategy. Because
1: the former, I mean, the, the strategy you can accomplish in all sorts of different ways that don't make you look like a complete lunatic. Right. It's it's just so, I mean, it's it's dialogue straight out of Goodfellas. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's like cliche
0: gangster stuff. I'll effing do that to that effer. He's effing dead. Just unbelievable. Well, in in, in three days, and I, I again, yes. election night was one of the great nights of my life. I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever watched on TV. I've saved it on my DVR so I can watch it over and over again <laughs> when Trump was elected president. But in in three days, he said to the military, uh, "Transgenders are out." And the military, the 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 Secretary yep. of Defense, the Pentagon, have said, "No, you you no, you're not. That's not the way you're going to do it. We're not following that. That's not the way it works. We're going to do. I mean, that that, that is unbelievable. Yeah. To to the Commander in Chief. No, no, no. You're not making that decision that way. He said the Attorney General has got to go more or less all week long, and. All the powerful people gathered around and said, No, no, he's not. He's not going. So you have the the defense department said, No, we're not doing that. You and everybody saying, No, you're not getting ready to be right. attorney general. Right. And then you got this healthcare thing that he was right. pushing a certain direction that just kind of. that he had no that he had no role in whatsoever. Right. And then this communications thing where you've got all your staff saying the worst things about you could imagine <laughs> about each other in public. On the record. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dysfunctional. You can't say, well, all White Houses have their infighting or what. You can't do that. (laughs) This is crazy.
1: Maybe this is the shakeout. They get rid of the the old school types, the mainstreamers. They bring in the true Team Trump, whoever that is. And, And then they excel. We'll see. And, Jack,
2: as you mentioned, Obamacare repeal and replace efforts imploded in the Senate last night. Before and after the final vote, the POTUS was offering cheers before and jeers
3: after. (coughs) Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. First tweet before the vote, go Republican senators, go. Get there after waiting for seven years. Give America great health care. And after the vote, three Republicans and 48 Democrats let the American people down. As I said from the beginning, let Obamacare implode, then deal. Watch! Now, the three Republicans Trump's referring to cast those no votes.
2: You got Arizona's John McCain, Maine's Susan Collins, and Alaska's Lisa Murkowski. McCain actually interrupted the roll call to cast his no vote, and you could hear the gasps after he did. Mr. Peters.
1: <laughs> and then. Democrats started applauding until Mm -hmm. Chuck Schumer
3: frantically waved at them to stop.
0: Yeah. These are odd times.
3: He he interrupted. He walked up there.
0: Yeah. But he had left the room. There was Uh, so much drama going on. Nobody knew. uh, There was a lot of rumbling that something was going on with John McCain because he kept huddling with Schumer and other other Democrats.
1: And he had just visited with Pence and McConnell.
0: Right. And. and he was the key. The other two people, everybody, knew, yeah. everybody were, knew that. Yeah, so Collins was, and Murkowski. It was either going to pass or fail based on John McCain's vote. And he kept leaving with various people. He left with Pence once, then he left with Schumer once. Right. And, some people were, and we were watching this live on cable news, well, at least on MSNBC. Fox, for whatever reason, decided to cover all this voting up and eliminate the drama. But um, it was really something to watch on the cable networks who were taking it as the votes were going down and everybody was looking at John McCain and he left and then he came back. Right. And he gave a thumbs down. And then then people started going, oh, my God. And Bernie Sanders went nutso. He was just, oh, wow. wow." He was waving his arms around and everything. But John McCain, clearly his speech the other day was laying the ground for this. He was saying, "We got to get the Senate back to what the yeah. Senate used to be. We're not going to jam through something through only on Republican votes. Bloody, bloody, blah
1: Under the the cloak of the reconciliation, as if it's a tax measure, which is a, a, a contortion more impressive than the one Steve Bannon's accused of doing. So, yeah, it'd it become completely convoluted and ridiculous." And after
2: all this, Senate Leader Mitch McConnell's now saying he's putting health care aside so they can move on to other
0: business next week. Yeah, one, everything, one thing everybody seems to agree on on all the cable news channels is repeal and replace. The thing Republicans talked about for seven years is over. That is now done. We're now moving on to something else, uh, a, a different way of handling the health care. But that whole chapter is now over. Yes, I heard uh, I saw Jim Antle, friend of the
1: Armstrong and Getty show, wrote a piece in The Examiner. Uh, that said uh, the uh, Tea Party movement is officially dead. It's been been ignored by the Republicans. It, it, it does not have power. I'm not sure he's right, but it's an interesting take. I got more on
0: this, but we're running out of time. Indeed, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I have some glimmer of hope. The John McCain's speech the other day and Chuck Schumer's speech last night that there actually might be some swinging of the pendulum back toward normalcy.
1: I've been Stop fooled. listening to the bombastic loudmouths on the radio. To hell with no, no, them. No, not
0: he's trying to bring calm, John. I'm sorry, been, Jack, go ahead. I've been fooled before. Maybe they're all talking out their ass, and it's going to be the same old, same old, simple old. Jack. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean, I'm falling for something. I don't know. Uh, so we got all that. We're going to talk to Craig, the Obamacare lawyer. What does this mean? What is health care going to look like next year and for the next couple of years? Now that repeal in places is over. He was, I'll tell you what, as I was texting with him last night, he was depressed. He was very depressed. Are we going to go to break, you effing paranoid schizophrenic (laughs) or not? I'm picking up on the tone of the times. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: What we can't repeat is what he said about Steve Bannon, which is,
1: if true, would make Bannon a gymnast.
0: There you go. Oh, boy. It was a classy way for old Benton O's to put it.
1: I remember during Katrina, men all over New Orleans doing that. <laughs> Liar! Never forget. <laughs> Rounds coming into the airframe. That's, that's right. funny.
0: My brother and I were sitting on the couch watching the news, watching Brian Williams, and my wife walked in and she said, remember, he's a liar! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Way to go, Laura! So, uh, Scaramooch <coughs> Scaramooch calls this reporter, Ryan Lizza, from the New Yorker, and just goes crazy, unloads on him. Just absolutely. To say throws under the bus is insufficient. He he slanders, he unleashes the hate toward Reince Priebus and Steve Bannon. Never asked to be off the record. This is all out in the open now if you're just waking up.
0: He's tweeted since this came out, I'll never make that mistake again to talk to a reporter. So he's acting like he got uh, duped or something. The reporter's saying he never asked to be off the record like right. he just said. But yeah. this Scaramucci, he's written a number of books He's been he's been a, a a minor figure on cable news channels for years. He's not he's not completely new to the whole media game. Well, he's a Wall Street hedge fund guy, right. investment fund guy. Yeah. there's no way he doesn't know how that works. Yeah, you call a reporter from the New Yorker and you say, oh, Bannon's in there trying to s his own c." Right. That that's not gonna make the news. Every sheriff's deputy in the world knows. This has got to be off the record. So then you got two choices. The guy either has no self control, like his boss. Allegedly. Or he, did, or he did that on purpose. And you got to try to figure
1: out what that would be. And now he's saying, oh, sorry. Yeah, I got duped, is the thing. Yeah, I thought it was all off the record, the stuff I said that undermined everybody who was against me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, come
0: on now. Did he come in and do this thing and think, you know, Trump's going to side with me? I'm going to make it so. One of us has got to go. Actually, me or either of them have to go, and he's going to choose. I stay and they go. Well, here you go.
1: Here's a little evidence uh, uh, to support one conclusion or another for your question. Who leaked that to you, he asked. It was about a dinner at the White House. It was really kind of a nothing incident. I said I couldn't give him that information. He responded by threatening to fire the entire White House communication staff. Quote, what I'm going to do is I will eliminate everyone in the comms team and we'll start over. I laughed. Not really... Not sure if you really believed that such a threat would convince a journalist to reveal a source. He continued to press me and complain about the staff he's inherited in his new job. I asked these guys not to leak anything, and they can't help themselves. You're an American citizen. This is a major catastrophe for the American country. So
0: I'm asking you as an American patriot to give me a sense of who leaked it. Wow, he is so... The whole point was to try to figure out... Because apparently at dinner, it was just the president, Priebus, Sean Hannity, and Mooch. Well, and Fox News executive Bill Shine. No, Priebus was not there. Right. Oh, Priebus was not there. He just thinks Priebus leaked the, sto- the 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 dinner. Right. Okay. Uh,
1: the president, the lovely first lady,
3: Hannity, and uh, Bill Shine. Reince leaked it because he wasn't invited and that they were talking about He's it. He's pissed. Oh, gotcha.
0: And so last night the reporter said, I can tell you one thing. It wasn't Reince Priebus. Right. So we've eliminated one person. It's Melania. <laughs> My wife thinks it's the president. Stay with us, the Armstrong and Getty Show.